and welcome to the Newsmax Daily for Thursday, December 14th, 2023, already midway through the month of December and with 10 days until Christmas, 11 including today, there is yet one more online shopping holiday for you. It's free shipping day created back in 2008 with the hope of extending online shopping and giving people a chance to get a little bit more for their money without having to pay those shipping fees. I did actually purchase something online yesterday from one of the country's top retailers, a major department store that you know, and it said it'll arrive by the 21st. So time is running out. In fact, if you're mailing something, the post office said this morning that Saturday, this Saturday, is their last day for guaranteed delivery by the 25th. That'll be, you know, through regular mail. Otherwise, you'll have to pay up. So you're definitely in crunch mode. And if the holiday rush is stressing you out, or maybe the news is stressing you out, today is also National Screwdriver Day. So kick back and enjoy one or two responsibly. It is also the eighth and final day of the Hanukkah celebration. So if you're celebrating, I hope you had a fantastic Hanukkah. If you're old enough to remember, speaking of the screwdriver, you may remember when the screwdriver was a very popular drink, not to be confused with screwball, which is what a lot of people are drinking today, which I think is actually the brand of liquor, not the actual drink. I think the brand is owned by The Rock, in fact, I'm pretty sure. But the screwdriver cocktail... You may remember that used to be a thing back in the day. In the news, there is so much happening in Washington and around the world now. The Biden impeachment inquiry, Hunter Biden, Donald Trump, two major wars, Russian President Vladimir Putin in the news today, his end of the year news conference, which apparently is a thing he does every year, except he didn't do it last year because the Russian troops were getting hammered in Ukraine. But Vladimir Putin is trying to justify the war in Ukraine by saying, look at Israel, look at how bad it is in Gaza compared to what's going on in Ukraine. This is his translator. Nothing like that is happening in Ukraine if we compare it to Gaza Strip. There are thousands of women and children. The Secretary General of the UN said that today Gaza Strip is uh, the biggest cemetery of children in the world. Let's see see what is happening in the special military operation and in Gaza Strip, and everyone can see the difference. Nothing like that is happening in Ukraine. Again, that's the Russian translator in the Vladimir Putin press conference early this morning. And in Gaza, it's day 69 of the Israel-Hamas war, which claimed the lives of 10 Israeli Defense Force soldiers yesterday, a rough day for Israel. And Israel is reportedly asking Egypt to broker another hostage uh, release deal, another deal to release more hostages. Here at home, the White House continues to say it's working to release the American hostages. We haven't heard a whole lot lately about the American hostages, and maybe that's by design, you know, what that looks like behind the scenes, what they're working, if they're working, we don't really know. Speaking of the White House, did you see the Christmas video put out by the First Lady? That's getting a lot of attention today. Maybe it was an attempt to take all of the heat off of her husband and his son Hunter yesterday. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it was released on the at Flotus X account, or just go search it out, White House Christmas video. The big news, though, 
The House of Representatives voted in favor, strictly along party lines, of course, to authorize a formal impeachment inquiry into President Biden. The House has now spoken, and I think pretty loudly, pretty clearly, with every single Republican voting in favor. That's Congressman Jim Jordan, chair of the House Judiciary Committee. Representative Lauren Boebert of Colorado spoke with Eric Bowling on Newsmax right after the vote. Eric, this was not as easy as it should have been. With everything that we have produced from the Oversight Committee, uh, this should have been a no-brainer. Um, actually, something that Speaker McCarthy did, to his credit, was just went and started the inquiry. He, he gave us the pass to start one. Um, obviously, that changed when he was no longer Speaker, uh, and it came to a, a floor vote to get this picked off. Um, it should not have been this difficult. Uh, when, when I go home, when I'm at the grocery store, when I'm at the gas station, any event that I go to, if I'm at my children's school, people are stopping me and asking me how such a corrupt man is still holding office, how no one has done anything to hold him accountable. Heck, we had Hunter Biden who failed to comply with a congressional subpoena today and skipped his scheduled deposition. And I fully expect him to be held in contempt of Congress so we can uh, issue more subpoenas, have the DOJ assist us in bringing him before our committee so we can get answers uh, to more of what's going on. Even in his press conference today, his little stunt outside of the Capitol where he was supposed to be being deposed, um, he claimed that his father did not have financial interests in his shell companies. Uh, and this is just another bombshell because before it was there was no involvement and there was no communication. And now it's, well, there's no financial uh, interest. Uh, and this is a notable departure from all the lies that we've heard from Joe Biden and the White House that have been repeated over and over again. Uh, so there's uh, a lot that's going on here. We are still continuing to find evidence that link uh, Hunter Biden, his um, his foreign deals and Joe Biden. Uh, this is a huge, huge problem for our country. I have not seen this much corruption ever. I think that this is the most corrupt president that our nation has ever had hold office. You know, it's funny how these two worlds collided today. Hunter Biden goes to uh, the Capitol, sits in front of the Senate and says, uh, I'm not going middle finger to, to Congress. Uh, I'm not going to go to your subpoena. I'm going to disregard your subpoena. My father's innocent. And then Joe gets this inquiry. The reason why I bring this up is because in 2021, Joe Biden said, you're supposed to comply to those subpoenas. Listen. What's your message to people who defy congressional subpoenas on the January 6th committee? I hope that the committee goes after them and uh, holds them accountable. Should they be prosecuted by the I, Justice I do, Department? yes. If it's January 6th, they better hold the Trump people accountable. But when it's you and your son, I'm, it should be interesting to see how this progresses, Congresswoman. Rules for thee, not for me. And uh, if the Democrat Party didn't have double standards, they would have no standards at all. We see this time and time again. Congresswoman Lauren Boebert on Newsmax, Eric Bowling, Greg Kelly, Rob Schmidt, everyone covered Hunter Biden's little stunt, as the congressman called it, outside the Capitol. But Carl Higby, Carl Higby really dissected this for you. So Hunter Biden today showed up 15 minutes late, not to his subpoena hearing, but to give a press conference to state his narrative. I'm also here today to correct how the MAGA right has portrayed me for their political purposes. I am first and foremost a son, a father, 
a brother and a husband from a loving and supportive family. You're also addicted to drugs and hookers, and you're the first son who's made millions of dollars with no product. I'm proud to have earned degrees from Georgetown University and Yale Law School. I'm proud of my legal career and business career. I'm proud of my time serving on a dozen different boards of directors. And I'm proud of my efforts to forge global business relationships. Most of which you, we have no idea why you were there and you held no qualifications for. For six years, MAGA Republicans, including members of the House committees who are in a closed-door session right now, have impugned my character, invaded my privacy, attacked my wife, my children, my family, and my friends. You took lewd pictures of yourself in drug-addicted stupors with hookers, and then you left your laptop at a repair shop long enough for it to become the property of the store owner. And you think we invaded your privacy? I have been the target of the unrelenting Trump attack machine shouting, where's Hunter? Well, here's my answer. I am here. Y you are. You just blew off your congressional subpoena. So are you here? My father was not financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer, not as a board member of Burisma, not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman, not in my investments at home nor abroad, and certainly not as an artist. <laughs> Sorry, an artist? Is that why the first American hostage release was from Israel or from the Gaza Strip was a family member of one of your buyers? Also. Why are we moving the goalposts now? At first, it was this. I did not know he was on the board of that company. I've never discussed my business or their business, my sons or daughters. I did my job. I never discussed a single thing with my son about anything having to do with Ukraine. No one has indicated I have. We've always kept everything separate. I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. So is that why it then became this? Curious if the White House and the president still stand behind his comment that he's never been involved and has never even uh, spoken to his son about his business. So I've been, I've been asked this question a million times. The answer is not going to change. The answer remains the same. The president ha was never in business with his son. I just don't have anything else to add. But the answer did change. And now Hunter says he was not financially involved. Do you see why Republicans are subpoenaing you, Hunter? Carl Higby is the host of Frontline, 5 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. We get more on Hunter and Joe from Rob Schmidt tonight. No matter how many times it is debunked, they continue to insist that my father's support of Ukraine against Russia is the result of a non-existent bribe. Non-existent bribe. The bribe has been debunked. Well, it's never been debunked, in fact. In fact, a high-level FBI informant says Hunter's former boss at Burisma has stated he bribed Joe Biden personally with $5 million. Hasn't been debunked, just hasn't been investigated because the DOJ is not allowed to investigate it. And as we know, in a world as corrupt and crazy as the one we live in, for some reason there was only one person on this entire planet, one corrupt person on this whole planet that Joe Biden felt really needed to be removed from their job. The prosecutor who was investigating the company that was paying his son millions of dollars. In a world this corrupt... That's the only person that Joe Biden had to have removed from the position. 
He was worried about Ukraine way back when Ukraine wasn't fashionable at all. But remember, there's just no evidence Joe Biden did anything wrong. There is zero evidence that President Biden has engaged in an impeachable offense. House Republicans have tried and tried. Cherry pick little pieces of evidence and distort and misrepresent what had taken place there. Scoundrels. Pretty standard fare, though. But then there was AOC today who blew us all away, lying about the Hunter investigation in a manner we have not yet seen. Take a look. Not only is the committee not allowing Hunter Biden to testify publicly, but they have not called a single witness, a single first-hand witness to any of their allegations. They haven't allowed anybody to testify publicly because they do not have a single witness to any of their alleged allegations. They don't. I guess we can't say she's lying. She honestly might not have been paying attention. It's AOC. She was probably too busy binging Love Island. There have been several witnesses, Miss Cortez, insanely credible ones at that. Here's Hunter's best friend, Devin Archer, being deposed regarding the heads of Burisma complaining about Ukraine's government investigating their corrupt energy company. The question after dinner at the Four Seasons, did Mikola Zolkevsky or Vadim ask Hunter Biden to make any phone calls? Devin Archer, yes, though I was not party to that phone call. What was the request? Well, the request was, I think they were getting pressure and they requested Hunter, you know, help them with some of that pressure. What pressure? Devin Archer, government, government pressure on their, you know, government pressure from Ukrainian government investigations into Mikola, etc. That's Rob Schmidt, host of Rob Schmidt Tonight. And the thing is that people will see and hear that, right, from AOC, and then start taking that for fact. I mean, it happens on both sides, right? Let's be honest. But people in New York will be riding the train or at the coffee shop, the diner, wherever. Oh, and the Republicans didn't even have any witnesses. They don't have any witnesses. You know, AOC said it. Rob also spoke with Congressman James Comer, chair of the House Oversight Committee, the lead on the investigation into the Bidens. A little over an hour ago, Republicans managed to hold it together. They vote to formalize the already ongoing impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. Tell us what that means. That means we have a lot more standing in court uh, when we go to court uh, to get people to comply with our subpoenas. We also have a lot of information requested from various administrative agencies and offices. They have obstructed our investigation. They have not complied with our request. And this gives us a greater standing in court. So we expect to get information quicker. We expect to depose right. people quicker now. So this was a very positive step forward in our investigation. Yeah, I'd love to hear that. What, what did you make of Hunter's performance today? Uh, and, and, and just your update there. Well, I mean, look, this guy's been given special treatment his entire life. I've never seen such a, a performance that was uh, full of entitlement and arrogance as that. I mean, he just defied a congressional subpoena. We've heard the videos of where his dad said that people should be uh, held accountable for defying a congressional subpoena. You know, the media would uh, go on and on about anyone that wouldn't comply with a congressional subpoena. They should be locked up. 
uh, a lot of media sources would write. Now it'll be interesting to see what the headlines in the papers say tomorrow. Look, we're not going to give Hunter Biden special treatment. We're not going to treat him any better or worse than any other witness. He's a key witness in a major investigation of public corruption at the highest levels. Yep. Uh, we have been very transparent. We've been very meticulous in this investigation. We're now in the deposition phase. We gave him a lawful subpoena and we expect him to come uh, before the House Oversight Committee and be deposed. Chairman Comer on Newsmax with Rob Schmidt. And remember, Donald Trump Jr. was subpoenaed and testified behind closed doors four, five, six times maybe in the Russia investigation, as well as others. So there's a lot of talk today and yesterday about Hunter saying my father was not financially involved. It's kind of evolved from when he wasn't involved to he wasn't financially involved. Here's what law expert Alan Dershowitz has to say about it. Did you note that as something that perhaps was relevant? And if so, why, Professor Dershowitz? I did. And if I were cross-examining him, obviously, I'd pick up on that point. He wasn't involved financially. Tell us in what ways he was involved um, to uh, fill out the record. Uh, look, none of us knows all the facts. That's why I've always said that a special counsel should be appointed, a very distinguished above party politics person should look into the relationship between Hunter Biden and President Biden. There's smoke, but right now there's no fire. And I think the American public have a right to a nonpartisan investigation. They're not gonna believe the results of a Republican controlled House or a Democratic controlled Senate. They know what the truth is and an independent counsel if that person is a person outside the system and with integrity, could bring about credibility to this problem, to this issue. And today we also have the impeachment inquiry vote, which is happening outside of Hunter. It just so happened to fall on the same day as the news cycle does go, 5 p.m. today. I want to play a little bit of Congressman James Comer, the chair of House Oversight, talking about why this is uh, important and the connection to Joe Biden himself. It's hard for me to believe, I'll speak for myself, that uh, all these oligarchs and the Chinese Communist Party were wiring Hunter Biden millions of dollars because they liked him because he added value to something. Your take on where we are at with the findings so far. Um, of course, Democrats say it's not damaging. They're saying the loan repayments for the car, even though it was from that Owasco PC account, they're just saying there's no there there, as they like to say. But what is your read as an expert in the law here and what the GOP House has uncovered? Well, both sides are overstating their position. Uh, the Democrats are wrong when they say there's, there's nothing here at all. Of course, there's plenty here. Obviously, Hunter Biden was hired not because of his expertise, but because of his access. Clearly, there's fault there. The question is, what did Joe Biden know? When did he know it? How much did he know? Uh, the Republicans seem to suggest that there's more than we've seen in the evidence. The Democrats suggest there's nothing there. My view is there's smoke, but I need to know whether the smoke is arson or whether there's a real fire. And that can be done largely through a nonpartisan investigation rather than a partisan investigation. We always know the outcome of a partisan investigation. We know that the Republicans will find them culpable and that won't surprise anybody. Alan Dershowitz on Newsmax with Bianca De La Garza. There was also some real congressional work being done on Capitol Hill yesterday as well. The Senate in agreement 
from both parties backed the record $886 billion military spending bill. $886 billion. More from my senator and Navy vet Rick Scott on American Agenda. Senator, thanks so much for being with us. What is the most important part of the NDAA and what is most needed? Well, the, the most important thing is always make sure we have a military that can defeat easily our enemies. Um, and so every year we've got to fight to make sure every part of our military is able to do that. And unfortunately now we know China wants to demolish our way of life, Russia, uh, Iran, North Korea. So, you know, there's a lot of problems in the world. Um, one thing that was really important to me is uh, to make sure that our federal government stops buying Chinese drones. As we know, China wants to surveil us, right? Uh, they sent a spy balloon across. They've got a spy um, base down in Cuba. So I want to make sure we stop buying their drones. And so that's in the bill. So that's, I think that's going to be a big win uh, to make sure uh, that we have a better uh, drone industry in this country and we don't have Chinese drones in our country. Our military is going to get uh, a well-deserved pay raise, which is important. Uh, we've got a variety of, of investments in new technology that's going to help uh, make sure we can defeat uh, China if they decide to to, um, to come to, go to war with us. Senator, that makes a lot of sense, right? Not buying Chinese drones. They mm -hmm. want to surveil. Thank, thank God you brought that up. Uh, real quick here, we know you're proposing the No Budget, No Pay Act. This essentially says if Congress can't do their job and get the pass the annual budget resolutions, they must forego their salaries. Seems like a good idea. Well, what do you think? You probably don't get paid if you don't show up to work, right? I do not. Oh, I don't <laughs> think that's China true. Does either. Nope, well, nope, that's true. Fair is fair. Right. You probably haven't even tried it, right? Good so, point. So logically, we shouldn't get paid if we don't pass budgets. I mean, that's our basic job is to pass a budget every year. I've been up here five years. We're not passing budgets. We're passing spending bills. And so logically, they should withhold their pay until we pass our budgets. I think it's just common sense. Can you imagine... The U.S. military actually considering buying drones made in China. And I love how he said, just simply, we know China has a spy base in Cuba, 260 miles from Miami, about 500 miles, more importantly, from U.S. Central Command in Tampa. But, you know, they try and call it research. Oh, it's a research center. Democrats say, oh, you can't say it's a spy center. So they're doing research. Yeah, they're researching the U.S. infrastructure and the U.S. military. And the good news, a raise for military members, as he said. It now goes to the House, who unfortunately probably won't vote on it until next year. That's according to New York Representative Claudia Tenney. Let's welcome in New York Congresswoman Claudia Tenney. Congresswoman, great to have you on this morning. Uh, what happens next with the bill? Well, uh, this bill is obviously going to have some issues coming to the House. Uh, there's a lot to like about it, and there's some things that we don't like about it. But uh, I'm still undecided as to how I'm going to vote for it because it is so important that we fund our military, especially now uh, where we are in the world, with a terrible president who projects weakness, who has bad policies. You hate to give him any money to do anything, but our military has to do its job regardless of a bad commander-in-chief. Uh, the best solution, I can say to the American people, for fixing our problems is to elect a good president that's strong uh, on national issues and also strong on national security, strong on the border, and that is President Trump. So a lot of these policies could be changed if we had a different secretary of defense and, and uh, better people serving our military in terms of appointments coming from the executive branch. Hopefully that will happen and the American people will see that. 
we have a very slim majority, as you know, Rob, in three. the House of Representatives. There's not a lot we can negotiate with when right. we, we have just two or three members. Yeah, it's pretty unbelievable. Um, this, by the way, more than double the biggest defense bill ever spent uh, or passed under, under Ronald Reagan. And we're in the middle of the Cold War. Um, but Joe Biden keeps getting the U.S. involved in foreign wars. So this is more important now than maybe ever. Uh, when do you think we see a vote on this? Does it happen before Christmas? Uh, well, it's got to come up very soon because uh, obviously I, it, the problem with, with the, these NDAs is, first of all, a continuing resolution only hurts our troops. It means we can't invest in the latest and be best technology, all, which, which, by the way, we're behind China. We're behind others. We do have an advantage in the submarine force, but yeah. we're trying to bolster the submarine force. So what we, we hope that vote comes up sooner rather than later. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to happen today, and this is our last day in session, so it'll be the early part of next year. Yeah, yeah, you guys got about three weeks off until you're back in the Capitol. Um... New York Congresswoman Claudia Tenney on Wake Up America this morning with Rob Finnerty. She mentioned President Trump, who, of course, is also in the news. The judge presiding over the former president's federal election interference case, Judge Tanya Chutkin, halted all proceedings in the case pending the outcome of Trump's appeal arguing that he is protected by presidential immunity, which is his argument. Judge Chutkin also said pending deadlines and court dates in the case will be put on pause, but not vacated. And President Biden is speaking outside the White House today about his administration's efforts to lower the cost of prescription drugs. That's about it for him on the day. That's all that he has on the calendar. And I will leave you with this from the Daily Mail. And I am reading verbatim. The Democratic mayor of Boston has sparked outrage after inviting city councilors to a holiday party intended only for electeds of color. Michelle Wu's invitation for the December 13th, this is in quotes, electeds of color holiday party, appeared to have been sent out to all councilors in error by her aide. Denise Dos Santos. Dos Santos followed up the email 15 minutes later, apologizing for the invite, clarifying that it was only meant to go to the city's six councillors of color. The seven white council members were not welcome. It read, I wanted to apologize for my previous email regarding a holiday party for tomorrow. Dos Santos, a black woman, wrote, I did send that to everyone by accident, and I apologize if my email may have offended or come across as so. Sorry for any confusion this may have caused. So she's apologizing for sending the email to the wrong people, but she's not apologizing for the actual planning of a racially segregated party. All right, keep up with all the news as usual on Newsmax. There is plenty of it. It's available on most major cable systems and on Newsmax Plus. Check out NewsmaxPlus.com if you haven't already signed up and get signed up. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. It includes all your favorite shows. Rob Schmidt tonight, Greg Kelly reports, The Balance with Eric Bowling, Greta Van Sustren, uh, Frontline with Carl Higby, Chris Salcedo, and much more. And great analysis from people like Mike Huckabee, Carrie Lake, Alan Dershowitz, and others. Thank you for checking out the Newsmax Daily. Oh, by the way, yesterday I mentioned Steve in Belize. I, I don't know if I mentioned him by name, but I mentioned the guy in Belize. All right? It's at radio underscore Marino. Let me know where you listen, when you listen, you know, while you're driving, 
in the gym, maybe like rosemary in Oregon, uh, on your lunch break, whatever, before you go to bed at night at radio underscore Marino. Enjoy the rest of your day and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.